and welcome back to Trennis Magnus Jabs Reality, presented by Two True Freaks. I'm your host, Magnus, and I got a couple things I want to run through here. And, you know, this is something I've been using Trennis Magnus Jabs Reality for, really, I, I would say a lot lately. And basically, just a couple of different things that I want to talk about, none of which are probably worthy of a show unto themselves. So I'm just kind of dumping them all off in here and just hoping for the best. So uh, here we are. So, uh, the song that started this episode of Trennis Magnus Jab's reality is, uh, it's by Pearl Jam, and it's called Last Exit, right? Comes off of their album, uh, uh, Vitology, and, uh, this is actually the very first song on the album, and, you know, there were more popular songs on, on this album, right, on Vitology. I would be the first to admit that. I mean, Corduroy was a huge song in its time. Uh, so was Better Man, another huge song in its time. But for whatever reason, Last Exit was... That was the... That was the song that stood out to me when I first heard this album, right? And maybe it's just sort of luck of the draw, right? I mean, this was the first song on the album. It's the first thing that you're going to hear if you listen to it sequentially. So maybe there's no big mystery to it. I don't know. But, you know, kind of like that uh, Dream Theater song that I talked about a couple weeks ago called Home. Uh, and the episode for that was uh, was uh, called Victoria Watches and Thoughtfully Smiles. In that same kind of way, this this song, Last Exit, it, it has another one of those lines that it sort of defies words in a lot of way, or maybe defies interpretation. But... Nevertheless, it just it's like it somehow it just stands out for you. Does that make sense? And the relevant section is let the ocean dissolve away my mask. Four days and not much longer. Let my spirit pass. I mean, for for some reason that like when when I read a lot of interpretations of you know like what this song might be about, and this was ages and ages and ages ago. Okay, guys, we're talking like the fucking Jurassic Age of the internet, right? But when I would read people talk about this song, which they would do from time to time online, the it seemed like the consensus was that what this song is about in some way or another is suicide right and there could be some applicability to that in as much as pearl jam they had arguably committed professional suicide and so why not write a song about suicide and it's just it's one of those uh interpretations i just sort of have to reject that's just me right you want to talk about suicide songs on vitology fine but that's not last exit that's immortality right which is its own sort of separate thing. But, you know, for Last Exit, you know, especially during this vintage of Pearl Jam's career, Eddie Vedder didn't really get a whole lot of props for being kind of a smart-ass songwriter. You know, uh, the general perception of him was he took himself way too seriously, right? Or at least that's what the general perception kind of became, right? This motherfucker just takes himself way too seriously. And... I don't know that I completely agree with that, because if you just look at 
just read the imagery, just read the lyrics of this song and the imagery of all the, uh, of everything that, that he's saying. If, I mean, I'm not exactly like an authority on Eddie Vedder or anything. I mean, I like the band, but I don't know a whole lot about them personally, you know, but I was given to believe that he's a surfer, right? He is not native to Seattle. He's actually from California and he spent a shitload of time, especially when he was younger, surfing. And that's something that he has apparently done all these years, right? And so just reading the lyrics, you know, all of this talk about sun, uh, sunshine and uh, ocean swells and all of this. And he, the song obviously is counting down to something, right? Some people say suicide. I say maybe this was a surf trip. So I don't know. But however you choose to look at it, you know, let the ocean dissolve away my mask. Four days and not much longer, let my spirit pass. I don't know why, but no matter what those lyrics actually mean or are intended to mean, that particular line of the song, it's just always stood out to me. Now, yes, I realize that in other parts of the song, the lyric actually says three days and maybe longer or, or whatever else. I'm talking about the very last part of the song, though, right? Let the ocean dissolve away my mask four days and not not much longer. Let my spirit pass, right? And I don't know why, but in the same kind of way as Home, the Dream Theater song Home, that one line from from Home, you know, Victoria watches and thoughtfully smiles. Not necessarily for the same reasons, but I would say in the same kind of way, it's like, wow, that's that's a line that just, for whatever reason, just, just kind of stuck with me all these years, you know? So, I don't know. Whatever you want to make of that. So, anyway... Getting into some other stuff. Um, I'm not completely sure when I'm going to release this episode of Trennis Magnus Jabs Reality, but if it's going to help you guys date when this was recorded, Allison Mack got arrested earlier today. And you know what? Speak of the devil. I just got a text message from my girlfriend about this very subject. Anyway. Allison Mack just got arrested, and according to Stacy, she says in this text message, she says, dude, she could face 15 years to life in prison, right? And this story has been, you know, circulating around for quite a while now, you know, uh, this isn't, this probably doesn't come as a shock to very many people, you know, the fact that it, that it might come to this in the end, but... I don't know. It's like, for some reason, it's like this thing is real to me now in a way that it kind of wasn't before, you know? And I'm not trying to minimize, you know, the suffering and pain and whatnot of Alice and Max victims, because I'm sure there was a lot of suffering. I'm sure there was a lot of pain and all of that. But I don't know why it's, but for some reason, it's like it becomes realer to you whenever this person's like, now they're, they are officially facing like, like charges now, right? Like they, they could be doing time, you know? And, you know, every time the subject of this comes up, what I always try to do is remind myself of the, the pain that her victims have gone through, you know? That's an important thing to remember, y'all, because, you know, yeah, I'm a fan of Smallville. I mean, that's like the worst kept secret on the entire Two True Freaks podcast network, right? Everybody knows that Magnus loves him some Smallville. 
you know? And yeah, it kind of sucks when somebody whose work you admire, they find themselves getting in trouble. And it's like, it's like, even as I say that I'm fucking disgusted with myself, you know, because it's like, dude, she inflicted a lot of harm and a lot of pain on a lot of people, you know? And so, you know, fucking, you know, boo-hoo. I guess I'm sorry that, you know, somebody that you like is getting in trouble. But honestly, bro, it's no more than she deserves, you know? And I don't know. It's just this weird kind of push and pull sort of thing. It's selfish as fuck. I'm the, I would be the first one to say it, you know? And obviously, you know, all of my sympathies are are going out to Alice and Max victims, because honestly, nobody should, ha should have to experience this, you know, ever. So I don't know. It's, but it's still, it just, it, it sucks. It really sucks is the point. So, and the other thing was, you know, I haven't made like a big stink about it on my show, or I guess my shows now, because Trennis Magnus jabs reality is starting to become kind of a thing unto itself, but I haven't really made a whole big thing about it, you know, on my shows and whatnot. But, you know, one of the things that I kind of liked about Smallville and guys, just to be clear, this is not a retrospective thing, you know, it's not like, you know, looking back at it, this is something I kind of admire. No, I mean, like even at the fucking time, you know, I kind of like the fact that there really weren't a whole lot of, you know, lurid stories out there about, you know, the cast and crew of Smallville, that they're doing weird, creepy things, or so-and-so from Smallville, you know, he got arrested after getting into yet another bar fight, or, or so-and-so got, uh, you know, picked up for this, that, or the other thing, you know? And it just seemed like, you know what? Against all odds, somehow, the people who star in and make this show somehow it's like the weirdness of Hollywood just hasn't touched them. You know, it's somehow they're just not affected by just the weird, crazy, creepy, fucked up shit that happens in Hollywood all the time, you know? And I, I don't know, maybe it's just, the older I get, one of the things that becomes very apparent to me is just how big a prude I really am. So just take whatever you want from that. <clears throat> But, you know, guys, I kind of like the fact that, you know, for the most part, it seemed like these were people who basically had their shit together. You know, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. They basically seemed like they had a pretty good handle on things. And then news comes down the pipeline. Hey, Sam Jones, the guy that, that uh, played uh, Pete Ross in the first three seasons of the show. Yeah, big time drug dealer. Didn't you know? And now Allison Mack is, I don't know. It's, it's, it's like she heard about that and was like, hold my beer. You want to hear about something fucked up? I got something fucked up. You know, and it's just like, what is next? I mean, because, you know, we, we've gotten two of them. What? You mean to tell me that nobody else has any skeletons in the closet? Now I'm kind of starting to wonder, you know. And again, I know, I know, boo fucking who, you know, somebody whose work that you like, you know, their name is getting sullied. Well, asshole, it's no more than they deserve. And, you know, there were victims here. So, again, I'm not trying to underplay any of that. All my heart, all my sympathy to Allison Max victims. Because, again, no one should have to experience something like that. But I don't know. It's... It's just, it, it's a lot, is the point. It just it really sucks. <sighs> so, anyway, uh, moving on to other things. You know, guys, I've been kind of wrestling with some stuff for a while now. 
And one of the things that I think kind of distinguishes Trinus Magnus Punches Reality just kind of as a franchise from a lot of other podcasts is I tend not to get all that personal on my show or shows, depending on how you look at it. I don't really get into a whole lot of like confessional type of stuff. And honestly, guys, you know, like the reason for that is because a lot of this stuff typically is going to come out in the wash. You're going to find out more or less who I am and kind of a little bit about what I believe just by listening to the show and the way I, I talk about Smallville or the way that I talk to Honeywell about weird stuff or the way that I talk about, you know, comics and, you know, how I do or don't relate to those comics, et cetera, you know? Don't really get a whole lot into that stuff because of the fact that, like I say, a lot of that stuff comes out in the wash, you know, I think. But one of the things that I'm doing right now, as many of you may know, is I'm working my way through on Trennis Magnus Punches Reality. I'm, uh, I'm working my way through uh, a pretty epic mega series called The Caped Crusades. And, you know, there's some kind of, in retrospect, you know, kind of like in hindsight, there's there's some kind of funny behind the scenes bullshit that went on with that, you know, and why is it that it's happening right now and everything, but whatever. The point is it is happening right now. And what I think is, I mean, I don't actually have my little schedule up in front of me, but going off memory here, the Caped Crusades is basically set to, you know, wrap up uh, sometime like in September or October or around there. And then I'm, you know, what I'm, at least on paper, what I'm supposed to do is something else. And guys, I don't know that there will be a something else, at least not right away, right? I'm, I'm really thinking very seriously about putting Trennis Magnus Punch's reality on hiatus after I finish the Caped Crusades. And the reason for that is... Honestly, I mean, like, some of this actually is kind of private, you know. Deep down inside, I don't think you guys actually want to know all the reasons. Maybe that's the most polite way to put it. But what I can talk about, at least openly, is um, basically in 2019, which is to say next year, I'm going to be getting married. All right. And um, I'm not really ready to go into too many details about all of that or or talk about a whole lot of specifics with it or, or anything like that. This is my thing. And if it ever becomes relevant to this show again, well, I'll give you I guess I'll give you some more details or something. But, you know, it's enough for you guys to know that at some point in 2019, I do expect to get married, you know, to finally make that happen. And there's a lot of things that need to get done between now and, you know, whatever day it ends up being in 2019 that I end up getting married. And a lot of that stuff, I'm just going to be honest with you guys, a lot of that stuff would be a lot easier to deal with if I don't have this deadline that I have to meet every single goddamn week. You know, uh, it, it would just be kind of nice, right, to not have to deal with this, you know. And so what I'm I'm not necessarily announcing anything, but what I am doing is just kind of warning you guys. 
it may be that I decide to just kind of go on hiatus in in the fall, you know? And if it comes to that, I want you guys to remember, you know, I think I remember Magna saying something about that, you know, way back in, you know, it was a couple months ago. And yeah, I, you know, that rings a bell. Yeah, this isn't such a big surprise. That's what I want you guys just take away from this, right? If it happens, and I'm not guaranteeing anything, but if it happens, now you know why. Or, you know, at least a little bit about why. Like the stuff that I think is probably safest to talk about in public. There are other reasons. And deep down inside, especially if you listen to a lot of podcasts, deep down inside, I don't think you want to know what the other reasons are. Yeah, I'm thinking about just going on a hiatus. So <clears throat> speaking more about those reasons I can't speak more about, though, um, what I'm kind of leaning towards right now is basically finishing up uh, the Smallville retrospective. You know, this is the commitment that I'm, I'm going to make to you guys. I do intend to finish up the Smallville retrospective. And then after that, That'll be it, you know. I I think that's going to be the end of Trinus Magnus Punch's reality. Or at least everything that happens, if anything, everything that happens after the end of the Smallville retrospective, guys, you need to understand, that's borrowed time. Trinus Magnus Punch's reality will be on borrowed time, at best, once I finish up the, the Smallville retrospective. And... Here again, you know, there are reasons for this, and I can't really... It's not that I can't talk about them, it's just I'm thinking I probably shouldn't, you know? Probably shouldn't talk too much about it, because I happen to know that a lot of you listen to other podcasts, and you may not like what I have to say on this, and I'm sure that the people... Well, whatever. So, yeah, but that's pretty much what I'm what I'm thinking, you know. Once I finish up the Smallville retrospective, I think I think that's the end of Trinus Magnus uh, Punch's reality. And guys, one of the things that I want all of you to understand about both the potential hiatus and then the probable end of this show is, you know, I've released a new episode at least one new episode every single week since August of 2013, you know. I made you guys a promise early on that you can depend upon me to do this. You know, I will be there every week. And then there came a point when I kind of like officially, I just didn't really, eh, I didn't really believe that I was beholden to that anymore because I'd done like 200 and some odd episodes. And it's like, guys, you know, I can do it now. All right. So I don't think I need to put as much pressure on myself as I used to. But the other thing that I think I was maybe less clear about, but still relatively open was, guys, this was never going to last forever. You know, Trinus Magnus, Puncher's Reality, was never here to stay. The fact of the matter is there's this podcast always had a shelf life. You know, there are certain things that, yeah, maybe I do kind of want to do even now, but there aren't enough episodes of the Smallville Retrospective left, I assume, for me to do everything. But, you know, I don't know. It's just, I'm thinking that's going to be a, that's going to be just about the right time. You know, 
when I get to the end of the Smallville retrospective, that's going to be when... I don't know. I'm trying not to be too pretentious about it because it's not like I'm doing fucking brain surgery here or anything. I just talk about comics every week and a lot of you seem to really enjoy listening to me do that. It's not like I'm curing fucking cancer here or anything, but you know, at the same time, you know, I don't know. It's easy to get lost in your own bullshit sometimes, you know, as it is with Alison Mack, you know, and the, the effect this has on me, I mean, you know, uh, her victims, well, fuck them, you know, who cares what they've been through, you know, the pain of having somebody's initials branded into their private parts, yeah, who cares about that, hey, Trennis is sad, I don't know, so, anyway, guys, uh, the, the point of it is, this whole thing, it was never intended to last forever, I think the end of the Smallville retrospective is a pretty good time for me to, you know, call it a day, and, you know, who knows, maybe I'll do like the occasional infrequent and completely unscheduled, totally unpredictable episode of Trinus Magnus Jabs Reality. I'm not making any promises on that. But, you know, by and large, you know, I think I did what I wanted to do, mostly. And, you know, the big thing was I always wanted to give people a different perspective. You know, there was less so now, but there was a time, you know, it's easy to forget, but there was a time when, you know, guys, Smallville was almost universally panned by the Superman fan base, right? Started off great. Then season four happened, the dreaded season four. And I don't know. It's like from that time on, Smallville really did. uh, Well, it had a lot of naysayers. It had a lot of detractors, especially beginning in the dreaded season four. You know, and I won't necessarily take credit for this, but one of the things I've noticed is that, you know, people have started reappraising Smallville and thinking, you know what? Smallville was kind of awesome, you know? And I've done the, I'd like to think that I've done, you know, kind of similar defenses of other things. Uh, I did a series about, you know, misunderstood sequels, you know, which isn't to say that, you know, these sequels are underrated. Some of them I actually thought were overrated and it was my pleasure to explain to you why but what i always wanted to do was basically i guess tell my listeners that there is number one there is such a thing as conventional wisdom number two it's quite possible that conventional wisdom is wrong you know and when it's wrong guys it's okay to say guys i think it's kind of fucking bullshit i think you guys are wrong I like this, whatever this is, or I don't like whatever this is. I don't care what, you know, the prevailing opinion is. I don't like this, and it'll be my pleasure to explain to you why. You don't have to be an asshole about it. But it's okay to not necessarily go along with the crowd. It's okay that you like something that most other people don't, or that you don't like something that most other people do, right? And if I accomplished nothing else with... Trinus Magnus Puncher's reality, I'd like to think that the minimum that I did was I, again, there's no way to say it without sounding like you got lost in your own pretentious nonsense, but I'd like to think that I gave people kind of like a permission structure to say, this is something that I really like, and I don't care that you guys hate it. This is mine. I enjoy it. Or for that matter, flip the script. This is something that I think fucking sucks. I don't know what, you know, what wacky tobacco you guys are smoking, but I don't think this thing's any good at all. And, you know, again, don't be a prick about it. But, you know, it's point is, it's okay to not necessarily be in consensus with the group. 
right? It's okay sometimes to go your own way. And sometimes what you find is something that's that's really good, really enjoyable, something that you wouldn't have otherwise. And if that's the only thing I ever did was, you know, all of those fucking threats that I got for expressing all those negative opinions that I did about Superman 2 and how much I just fucking hate that movie. You know, the slings and arrows that I took, guys, you know what? I'm still here. Not like anyone ever followed up on their threats or anything like this. You know, hey, fuck Magnus. You know, I'm going to... No one ever did that. You know? And Superman 2, I've noticed kind of similarly, coincidentally or not, has kind of undergone a little bit of a reevaluation as well. People are kind of starting to see, you know what? This movie has feet of clay, a little bit, you know, there are a lot of things that are going wrong in Superman too. And it's like, fucking nobody's talking about it, you know? So I don't know. Ultimately guys, what I want you to do is don't be afraid to assert your individuality, right? Never go along with the group just because that seems like it's the safe thing to do. This is the way that I maintain uh, social cohesion, you know, social cohesion in America is so completely fucked up right now. Seriously, what difference does it make that you that you love a TV show that everybody else hates? I mean, guys, I think as, as like a, as an American culture, that's kind of the least of our problems at this point, you know. And so, point being that you guys, whether we're Facebook friends or not, or you're a regular listener or not, don't ever be afraid to be yourself, because ultimately. When you are yourself, that's when you're most interesting to everybody else. Guys, I walked into this podcast not expecting really anything. I thought, you know, on the best day that I ever had, I'm maybe going to have like six listeners, right? Because everybody's listening to Views from the Long Box. Everybody's listening to Two True Freaks. Everybody's listening to just one of the guys, right? They, they don't really care about me. And so that means I get to say anything I want and... You know, it's going to be kind of this neat little secret between me and my four or five listeners. Tee hee hee, you know, uh, isn't this a fun one this week, guys? And no, actually, it ballooned the audience, the, the listeners, the listening base, this audience that I built up is a lot fucking bigger than I ever, than I ever planned. This show is bigger than I ever designed it to be, if that makes sense. You know, I, I thought that this was going to be kind of like a, like a, what indie movies used to be in Hollywood back in the good old days, you know, and it's, I guess now, I guess what this show has actually become is what indie movies are in Hollywood now. So, wow. Didn't even think about that before that just kind of hit me, but whatever. The point is, whether it's a fluke or things just went my way or what, this show was a lot, a lot Eh, more popular than I ever thought it would be if my feedback is anything to go by. It's a lot more popular than I ever thought it would be. And you know what? I'm maybe not the best person to comment on why that is, but I, you know what? Maybe it has something to do with the fact that I, I've i never really shied away from giving you my, my really honest opinion. I never take the temperature of the room before I let you know what I think. And maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. But, like I say, you know, when this show comes to an end, I'd like for people to be able to just maybe be inspired to uh, 
be more comfortable with themselves, with their own ideas, with their own thoughts, their own personality. Maybe they'll be comfortable enough. You know what? Hey, this idiot can do it. This Magnus idiot can do it. So if he can do it, why can't I do it? Maybe I should start my own podcast. Fucking do it, guys. Go right ahead. It's not like it's not like uh, there's any kind of a, at least I'm not aware of any limitation uh, on the uh, Two True Freaks Network. Fuck it. Give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen? You know, um, I don't know. It's just, I guess, I guess maybe that's what counts the most. I have no idea. So, <sighs> try though I might to not get lost in my own pretentious bullshit. No, here we are. So, but yeah, that's, that's what I think is most likely going to happen. I'm going to finish up the Smallville retrospective. And then I think not very long after that, I'm going to finish Trentus Magnus Puncher's Reality. So, there you go. So anyway, but that day is not today. Uh, obviously, I would still have to do the hiatus first if I decide to do that. So point is, it's not happening anytime soon. So if you hate my show, well, don't start celebrating yet. If you love my show, well, don't start crying yet. So there you go. So I think that's pretty much it for me right now. So bye, everybody. I will see you next week.